It's Amy J here, and I'd like to wish you a very happy Monday. For the next few minutes, we're talking about exercise, and not just any kind of exercise, but specifically high-intensity and low-intensity workouts. I've really begun to experiment with different types of exercise throughout the past few years, and it got me wondering if certain forms of activity can better support brain health than others can. Let's take a quick little field trip to the mental gym on this episode of Brain Meets Mind. distance running, weightlifting, bar, Pilates, or kickboxing like I do, there's a likely chance that your preferred form of exercise has made you feel like your endorphins are thriving. In any case, the benefits of exercise can also be extended to neural processing networks. While it's widely known that exercise can improve sleep and mood, as well as decrease anxiety and stress, The effects of low-intensity workouts and high-intensity interval training, also known as HIT, have only been investigated more recently. In a study from a German university hospital, 25 subjects were observed under conditions of low-intensity exercise and those of high-intensity for 30 minutes at a time. The researchers used fMRI technology to assess resting state functional connectivity a method which I've actually used before in my research on brain trauma. Resting state functional connectivity explained in simpler terms is essentially how different areas of the brain interact when a given task is not being performed. You can think of this as a control and in some cases it's also referred to as the task negative condition. The researchers examined regions responsible for cognitive control, attentional processing, affective processing, and fatigue using RS-FMRI before and after both levels of exercise. The significant findings revealed that low-intensity exercise was associated with stimulation of cognitive processing and attention. After high-intensity activity, emotional processing networks were activated and areas associated with fatigue were downplayed. Although this is one of a few rare studies on the neurological effect of intensity-based workouts, it does offer a unique perspective beyond the generally understood benefits of exercise on brain health. You may have heard that incorporating both moderate and vigorous exercise into your fitness regimen can yield increased benefits for your overall wellness. In fact, according to MD Anderson, a mix of both types can even decrease your risk for cancer. While reaching a heart rate that's 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate can improve cardiovascular health, metabolism, and aerobic fitness, Physicians at the Cancer Center say that low-intensity exercise is also necessary in order to prevent our bodies from burning out. As for our brains, stimulating cognitive, affective, and attention networks 
through a combination of exercises can only contribute to a healthy balance in the long run. For this week's challenge, I want you to switch it up. If you enjoy exercising, try to incorporate an exercise of a different intensity and pay attention to the effects that it has on your mood. Are you more thoughtful throughout the day? Maybe you'll find yourself reasoning through decisions a little more. Perhaps you'll find yourself less fatigued after a high intensity workout when compared to a low intensity one. As a disclaimer, if you have an existing medical condition, definitely be sure to consult with a healthcare professional beforehand. As always, the links to all the articles that I mentioned are in the show notes below. That's it for this week. I hope you have an active and healthy week ahead, and I will see you in six days. Thank you.